0: Going to the gym, running, boxing, swimming, crossfit, rock climbing, I don't care what it is. Exercise is arguably one of the most important aspects of anyone's life. Some people may consider themselves gym rats while others quiver at the thought of walking into a weight room. Some people can run for miles on end when others fear running half a mile. This week, we look at some of the psychological effects exercise has on people and hopefully bring everyone to the conclusion that exercise is not an option, but a necessity. Kicking this episode off, I think at a rudimentary level, everyone can agree that exercise is vital. I don't care if you can think of every excuse in the book not to exercise. Its underlying importance is undeniable. I often find it funny how people who don't exercise frequently have such a hard time understanding how people who do work out do it on such a consistent basis. Having worked out and played in sports for multiple years, I've noticed a trend among those who stay consistent and those who don't, almost to the point to where I could predict how long you will stay committed to your quote-unquote gym grind for. Observing specific aspects, I've narrowed it down to two key indicators that determine long-term consistency. Though I use this example to refer to exercise, the principles apply to life on a much larger scale, usually correlating with predicting long-term success in just about anything. These two traits are, one, if that person has developed a subconscious habit of doing the thing, aka exercising, and two, if that person is at risk of losing something should they stop performing the task, aka exercise. Though this podcast is about the psychology of exercise, and we will be getting more into that shortly, it was important to address the two leading psychological factors determining your odds of staying consistent to your fitness, due to this being the most important part of exercise. Working out provides dismal results if not aided by consistency. If you were looking for a podcast episode that elaborates on how exercise raises confidence and helps with weight loss, Though it does, you have come to the wrong place. Working at a gym, I see faces come and go pretty much all day. I've signed just as many people up as I've canceled just as many memberships. One thing you quickly realize while working at a gym or even being a frequent gym goer is that there are regulars and there are people who show up once every couple weeks. Applying the two aspects we talked about earlier, let's look back at point number one of if that person has developed a subconscious habit of coming to the gym. A common red flag when I'm selling memberships that the person most likely won't be coming that often is when I hear the words, oh, I always try to make it when I can. Though yes, many people are busy with life and can't always make it to the gym, there's a big difference in missing a workout because something came up and plain inconsistency. A common trait of the regulars is that the subconscious routine of coming to the gym isn't really something they put much thought into. There's no consistent gym selfies, planned outfits, or motivation needed. They've allocated time out of their daily routine ahead of time, so going to the gym is nothing more than a check off their daily list. Keeping this in mind, let's look at point number two of is that person at risk of losing something should they stop exercising? Though there are many examples, I find the most common one to be among successful athletes. Skipping workouts and conditioning routines for them directly hinders their performance in the sport. Most of them have a lot to lose should they just decide to stop working out. As this was an extreme example, simpler reasons range from losing health benefits and not being able to function as well, losing muscle and falling out of shape, and losing consistency which leads to not being able to accomplish goals you have set for yourself. Frequently, if someone does not possess one or both of these traits, they find it extremely difficult to conjure up the motivation to take working out as anything more than a novelty. This being said, fortunately, there is a cure to the problem, and that is one, set goals, and two, find something to lose. Setting goals can help you emulate a sense of tunnel vision with fitness. Rather than having to look at going to the gym as a chore, altering your mindset to what can I accomplish in the gym changes the focus to achieving something, whether that be ripped muscles, abs, or simply to be better toned. You are aware you aren't at the gym to exert mindless energy and go home. You are there to pursue a goal that will be achieved after consistent hard work. Finally, finding something you have to lose makes sweeping that excuse to not go to the gym under the rug turn from a quick, short-term, satisfactory decision into a sacrifice. Sure, I could skip working out because I feel lazy in the short term, but how will I feel in a couple weeks or months when you can look back on everything you worked for even on the days you didn't want to? People often get short-term gratification and long-term gratification mixed up when it comes to exercise. Simply speaking, most people's expectations versus reality are quickly crushed when they come to find the reality of exercise is not a sprint, but a marathon. It's easy to watch your favorite fitness guru on Instagram benching 405 or squatting 700 pounds and get motivated to go work out only to realize they've spent 10 to 15 years to get to where they're at when you've only spent a couple months. To cut to the chase and put things in the simplest terms possible, if you're working out and going to the gym with no long-term goals in mind, as well as not having any real downside to skipping your workout, statistically, my money's on you won't be around for long. This isn't to discourage anyone who falls into this category just to simply give up, But it's to inform people that if you don't take exercise even the least bit serious, don't plan on exercise taking you seriously either. In conclusion, at the beginning of the podcast, I talked about how exercise is not an option but a necessity. Rambling about the countless benefits of fitness would have done nothing more than allow you to hide behind your watered-down excuse of I just can't seem to stay committed for the hundredth time. I have provided you with a system that, if implemented correctly, will allow you to experience all of the benefits of exercise firsthand, eliminating these limiting beliefs and allowing you to physically grow yourself into the best version of yourself. Should you decide to hold on to these excuses in the interest of quote unquote staying comfortable and hiding from one of the most important parts of life, you now have no one to blame but yourself for your own shortcomings. On that note, I thank you for tuning into this week's podcast about the psychology of exercise, and if you know anyone who might need to hear this information, be happy to refer them to the episode, and I'll see each and every one of you next week.